Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Cloud Wars Live. We're digging into the digital revolution. We've got a very interesting opportunity here today to look at what Oracle is doing in the hospitality field. We've got Alex Alt, who is the general manager of Oracle Hospitality, to talk about what's going on with the industry cloud movement in the hospitality field. Alex, welcome to Cloud Wars Live. Thanks for having me. Hey, Alex, uh, you know, so many interesting things going on in your field right now, right? And what you've been through over the last 18 months is unlike probably what uh, anybody in any industry has been through in a while. So tell us about, you know, sort of what you see out in the marketplace, what's going on at the Oracle Hospitality and the role that you're playing here. Yeah, sure. So uh, for context, I run uh, Oracle's hospitality software uh, vertical and we sell mission critical operating solutions to hotels, casinos, and cruise ships. And, uh, and we, uh, we also work closely with our, our partners uh, elsewhere in Oracle uh, to, to thoughtfully integrate uh, with, with various ERP, HCM, CX solutions as well. Uh, in terms of the industry, look, you, you, you said it, it has been brutal. It's been a brutal 18 months for, for hospitality, I'd say. A uh, couple of things. The industry did a very good job early on of shoring up liquidity uh, because it was it was a crisis and they reacted uh, very quickly. Uh, I'd say secondly, the industry did a good job in uh, rapidly evolving uh, their operations to account for the impacts of COVID. And they leaned heavily on technology to do this. It was largely around safety and mobility, things like mobile check-in, mobile check-out, payments, uh, and a lot of this was already on most hotel companies' roadmaps, but the pandemic just accelerated uh, accelerated that. Uh, I'd say when you think about if you kind of fast forward 18 months to today, there are a couple of consequences to the actions that I just mentioned in hospitality. Some of them good, some of them bad. Uh, I'd say uh, the bad ones is because they shored up liquidity, they reduced staff both at the at the operating company level and at the property level. And if you follow the industry, they're having a real we are having a really hard time getting employees back in hotels. Uh, and there's a lingering impact of that. Uh, I'd say the flip side is that uh, there many hotels are getting used to a different margin profile now that travel seems to be coming back, and they've got you know fewer or lower operating costs. And then I'd say this whole concept of accelerated technology innovation is here to stay. I mean, some great lessons learned about just how fast you can do things when you're, when you're, forced, uh, when you're forced to do so. Alex, talk a little bit more about that, that role that uh, technology has played there in the innovation, right? And we were seeing this across every industry, but uh, I'm always surprised too, talking to some people doing the industry verticals like you are, and they'll say like, yeah, gee, we didn't really think that technology could play much of a part. But uh, what we've all learned over the last 18 months is it can be extraordinarily impactful. So how has that played out in your market? Yeah, well, I'll point to two things. I'll point to cloud-based technologies, and then I'll point to uh, API technology. And, and you know, the, the hospitality industry is, I'd say, a bit behind in terms of the move of some of their core applications into the cloud. And I think what you saw during the pandemic is if you had a premise-based install, which is harder to, to rapidly respond and innovate versus when you had a cloud install, uh, you could quickly access those APIs and layer in a mobile check-in, mobile check-out, mobile payments, mobile ordering for food uh, with, with uh, 
with the cloud-based technology, our customers were just able to, to respond and adapt faster. So that's one thing. The second thing I would say is, is just the richness of the APIs that, that uh, can be exposed and specifically and, and selfishly in our product, we expose 3000 APIs for customer and partner consumption. So the ability to, to leverage this API technology to rapidly innovate uh, is something that, that really benefited the industry. And for, for about nine months there was really all around mobility. And again, mobile check-in, check-out, payment, ordering, uh, interactions with guests. You know, guests are, are staying in properties and never talking to a hotel associate. And they're, they're able to do that because of the, the ability to quickly uh, deploy, uh, deploy technology. I will compliment the industry on how fast they, they evolved and responded. And there's, a, there's an organization called American Hotel and Lodging Association, which really helped. And, and most of the major global brands, Bob, are based here in the United States. Uh, and this, this association helped the industry formulate more of a unified path. Even though the industry's big brands compete, they help the industry with a, with a unified path from anything to safety protocols, to employee policies, to government lobbying for relief, uh, et cetera. Yeah. Alex, I, a couple months ago, I made my first extended stay at a, at a property. And, you know, just like you said, I, I, I talked to, I did speak with uh, staff in the restaurant, but other than that, I, I had no interaction. And the, the model, right, that up until that time that hospitality had been built around in some ways was the personal touch. We want to make you feel at home. What can we do for you? And it's interesting that the technology allows that to happen, but with a distance, right? That, that is a little bit unexpected, but I, you know, I, I, I'm not antisocial, but I thought my experience there was just fine, mostly dealing you know, via my phone with the, with the property. Yeah, I'd say the, no, it's, it's great to hear. And I hope you stayed in a property that leverages our Oracle hospitality technology. Uh, I think the prevailing view based on all my conversations with customers is not binary. It's not going to be either you interact with guests or you do everything mobile. I think it's about choice and and providing choice. I can tell you in the in the immediate time frame, because of the the staffing shortages, there's there's a heavy reliance on technology as an intermediary to facilitate that that guest experience. To always harass the front desk when I stay in hotels, I'm always peeking over, seeing what software they're using, asking them how they like it. Uh, but I think what you'll see when, when, when travel returns in mass is just more choice. There will be people that say, during the pandemic, I experienced a, a, a low touch, a low human touch travel experience, and I want to continue to travel that way. And others will, will get back to pre-pandemic pre norms of, of interacting with, with hotel staff. Perfect. And that's what people want is that choice, right? You know. Absolutely. So Alex, you mentioned a minute ago to the role of partners that uh, the role that partners play with Oracle Hospitality Tech. Tell us a little bit, bit about that. Sure. So uh, let, let me let me do this. When we talk about partners, I'm going to talk about two types of, of industry partners. I'll talk about technology partners, and then I'll talk about service partners. Uh, technology partners, the, the hotel industry is massively fragmented. I mean, there are thousands of, of I'll call them, uh, point solution providers. So you've already got a highly fragmented landscape. Uh, and 
and and we work extensively. We have roughly 5,000 partner integrations today, Bob. So, and, and these have been built up over decades. Uh, and, uh, and and the the API technology that we provide allows for the, the relatively seamless consumption of APIs, so these partners can thrive. So we're not we're not necessarily trying to do it all. We realize that it's a, a, a highly uh, complex ecosystem. We just want to make it easy for partners uh, and customers to to leverage partner solutions with our with our technology at at the hub. And, and we did that quite well during COVID. Again, the vast majority of the the partner technologies that were deployed. I'd say in the first 12 months of, of, uh, of the pandemic, we're largely focused around mobility. So if you had, if you had a uh, mobile guest messaging platform entering the pandemic, your phone was ringing off the hook. Or if you had a mobile payments platform, your phone was ringing off the hook. And, and what we wanted to do, and we held a number of conferences, we basically uh, opened up our platform to the industry for the sole purpose of our customers being able to get to a uh, a, a touch-free or a mobile-only guest experience uh, to help respond to the effects of the pandemic. Uh, the other partner community is the service provider community. And this one, this is an interesting one. I think they're going to end up benefiting net-net from the pandemic uh, for a couple of reasons. You've got uh, most of the large brands reduced their IT staff during the pandemic from anywhere from 20 to 50 plus percent. These are huge numbers. We're talking IT staffs that numbered in the thousands pre-pandemic. And, and I don't see those IT organizations returning to pre-pandemic numbers, uh, certainly in the near future, possibly ever. So I think the, the service partners, both the uh, system integrators and, and hospitality specific consultancies will supplement these, these reduced uh, IT staffs at the, at the major hospitality companies. Secondly, what you have coming out of, uh, of the pandemic are, are a series of major hotel technology transformation projects. Mm -hmm. And I think the, the consultancies and the service providers are going to benefit tremendously from these tech transformations. They're focused on two things. Let's be very clear. They're focused on getting into the cloud. So I think everybody realized if you're self-hosted or premise-based, you're, you're at risk on a number of fronts. So there's a big focus on getting solutions into the cloud, which is, which is great for us because we still have uh, premise deploys and we're trying to get those customers into the cloud. Uh, and, and the second thing is sunsetting proprietary tech. A lot of large brands were still managing proprietary technology. Well, if you cut your IT staff in half, you can't maintain the same level of support and innovation where in many cases they were behind already. So there's also a big a big transformation event is to sunset a lot of this proprietary tech. And again, you're seeing a lot of the consultancies and SIs come in and run these transformation programs. So I think they will be net beneficiaries from what happened during COVID. Yeah. Yeah. Fascinating, Alex, you know, how that, that adaptability in a very short period of time. Uh, so I wanted to ask you too, as a follow-up to that, right. You know, we, you talk about those 20 to 50% cuts in IT staff because of the reduced revenue. What are uh, some of your customers doing Alex, to help recoup that lost revenue? Uh, yeah, so uh, you, you, uh, you drilled in on the, the optimal point here, which is it is a revenue game now. There, there's, there's no more cutting your way out of this crisis. Uh, yeah. Our customers have, 
I'd say unanimously recognize that it's now about growth and growing your way because there's no more cutting to do and, and they don't want to do any more cutting, by the way. So it's a revenue game. Uh, we see our customers focused on upsell uh, and we acquired a company called NorOne in uh, towards the end of, of last year, which is an AI driven upsell uh, platform. So it, it makes very intelligent offers at the right time, uh, at the right price, <clears throat> that it's a great, it's a really great win-win product because the traveler typically is getting a, a better, not typically, is always getting a better a product and uh, the hotel is getting more money. And we participate by, uh, by taking a little sliver of that upgrade value. Uh, so upgrades are a big deal, particularly when hotels aren't completely full, you've got more inventory. So you have more ability to upgrade guests and, and, and get them to pay for that upgrade. Uh, we're seeing, uh, we're seeing folk, uh, hotels focus on ancillary revenue. We did a survey a couple of months ago that, that I don't have the exact numbers, but it talked about the rising interest of hoteliers to capitalize on ancillary revenue, largely F&B, and what they were doing around mobile ordering, food delivery, virtual, virtual menus, et cetera. So making sure that you're, you're increasing the average ticket size of the guest in the, in the hotel. And then the last thing is alternative use of space. So you've got these hotels, it's historically been a guest room and a meeting room, right? But in the pandemic, you've got corporate offices shut down. So we worked with our customers, well, can you turn guest rooms into offices? And we, we did some quick innovation on our software that said, well, can this guest room be used as a meeting space? Uh, so anything and everything that hotels can, can do to, to either increase the size of the ticket by selling higher priced items, by selling early check-in, early check-out, by upgrading into bigger rooms, or by leveraging space that the hotel has for alternative uses that might not have been in demand or practical prior to the pandemic. But because of the pandemic, people are, are thinking about uh, uh, workspaces differently and hotels can be part of the solution for that. Yeah, and Alex, uh, some of those innovations that you just described, uh, they wouldn't have been so easy to do with uh, traditional on-premise systems, I suppose. No, absolutely. I mean, it's, uh, yeah, I mean, the, just the process to, to go through and uh, uh, version upgrade for an on-premise system is, is typically months, months in lead time uh, versus the ability to deploy either upgrades and or code changes or improvements or innovations virtually. Uh, is is uh, not not even the same not in the same sport when you compare the two. Yeah, Alex, uh, can you share any you know named customer stories that that have come up recently? Well, we're we're pretty proud of of the momentum that's building behind our next generation Opera Cloud PMS property management system. Uh, and uh, one of note recently is Wyndham Hotels and Resorts announced that. The, the Opera Cloud uh, property management system was gonna be their global standard for, for full service hotels. It was the first major brand to announce that, that we were gonna be the global standard. So we're rolling out in mass across Wyndham properties uh, around the world right now. Uh, Great Southern was a good win. Carmel in, in Brazil was a good win. Uh, and then when you think about the, the broader set of Oracle solutions, Marriott Hotel, uh, Hotels and Resorts went live on uh, the Oracle HCM platform uh, towards uh, towards the end of last year, beginning of this year. So uh, we've got not just with with the 
mission critical operating solutions that I provide to the industry. But when you when you look at the entire Oracle portfolio with with Fusion ERP and HCM and CX, we, we serve this industry. Uh, and, and then you layer in cruise and casino. We've got a, a massive footprint, and there's really a great opportunity to uh, to enhance how these front office and back office applications work together to support our customer community. And we're doing that at scale as we speak across a number of our customers globally. Yeah, Alex, and I, I'm wondering here, right, uh, you know, it's it's tempting sometimes to just sort of turn off uh, sort of news about, you know, we see things going on in the world. There seems to be this constant drumbeat about this variant, that variant. What's your sense of how that is affecting the hotel business and capacities there? Yeah, so I, I there, there's there's really good industry data, Bob, on 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 hotel occupancy at a global level. So I monitor it daily uh, through our own portfolio of customers, and then there's there are great uh, industry publications that that really cover the entire industry and. We had an amazing summer. Let's 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 be clear. Like the the resurgence of travel, led by the leisure traveler, uh, over the course of the summer, and not just in the United States, but but in many global uh, markets, was uh, I think ex it exceeded expectations. And most of our customers would say that if you if you look at the hotel occupants over occupancies over the last three or four weeks, there's been what I, I would just describe it as a little bit of a pullback. Not a free for all, but the, the curve that had been sloping upward for, for basically three months straight has, has pulled back a little. And I think it's largely due to the, uh, to the Delta variant and some of the caution around, around travel. Uh, I will say it's, it's market specific. So it's hard, you know, I'm speaking in generalities when I shouldn't because it is market specific. And it depends, like if you've got a market like the United States that's got a robust enough leisure and business travel community, you can, you can lean on one or the other, uh, depending on the time of the year. I'll, I'll contrast that with a market like Thailand, which doesn't have enough of a domestic leisure or, or business travel base to prop up the hospitality industry. They count a lot on, on international leisure travel and, and from China in particular. And Thailand's one of those countries that just really struggled, uh, struggled to get back. Uh, with, with all that said, um, the the industry saw a really nice uptick in pacing for group and business travel uh, for, for this fall. And I'll call that pre-Delta uh, pre variant. So this summer, there was a real sign of pent-up demand for business, group, and meeting travel. Uh, some of that business has come off the books in recent weeks. But when, when I talk to our customers, the theme out there, uh, the, the general consensus is, we saw the level of pent-up demand for that for that business group and meeting travel. So we we collectively know that know that it's out there, uh, and it, it may take a little bit longer to, to get back on the books. And I think the fall uh, business group and meeting travel will be softer than we thought it was going to be four weeks ago. Uh, but but the great news is there's just so many signs that the demand is out there that we're we're excited to see that come back. I don't know if you saw this week. Uh, I'm sure you saw. The United States announced the beginning of November they were going to uh, reduce all the restrictions that were put in place on international travel from most most large uh, inbound markets. So that'll be that'll be huge for, for the United States in terms of, of uptick uh, and, and business travel because I've been able to travel domestically to see customers and to see team members over the last six months. 
international has been a different thing. And there's definitely pent up demand for that. I was on a call this morning with a CIO of a, a large customer of ours in the UK. And he was saying, when can you get over here? Uh, and I'm looking forward to, to hitting the road, uh, continued domestically, but also internationally as well. Oh, great. So Alex, you've talked a lot today about the impact that, uh, you know, Oracle technology is having for your customers. And it's interesting at the same time, right? One of the big threats to the traditional hotel business has come via technology and Airbnb. What sort of uh, interplay are you seeing now there with them as a competitor? Yeah, so the, the hotel industry has, has had their eye on Airbnb as a competitive threat since really since they came on the scene. Uh, there's the, the general, the general view is that, uh, is that Airbnb doesn't have to play by the same rules as it relates to, uh, security and fire and tax treatment. So, uh, it's definitely viewed as a threat. Um, and I would say despite the success of Airbnb, it, it, it does not appear and really hasn't had, I'd say the, the type of catastrophic impact on traditional hospitality that, that was advertised at my six or seven years ago, maybe it's five or six years ago, but when, you know, whenever there was a lot of, a lot of vocal chirping about Airbnb, uh, if you, if you followed Airbnb during the pandemic, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, they, they were popular, certainly out of the gates. Uh, I think they did quite well. Uh, and it was largely around that, that contact free travel, right? So people felt better about the seclusion aspect of, of having a, a single venue to say so. Airbnb did well in the early days of the pandemic, uh, but hotels bounced back. And, and we saw that in the, in the spring and, and summer. Uh, and my, my take there is hotels have to play to their strengths, which is loyalty programs, uh, amenities, uh, consistency, cleanliness, safety. There's, there's a lot of strengths there. They'll always view Airbnb as, as a competitor. I think where, where we're talking to our customers and where technology is going to be uh, going to be at play is how do hotels and hotel brands emulate that host concept, that one-to-one -one host model that you get with Airbnb. Uh, whereas in, in, in a traditional hotel, it's, it's really one-to-many or a few-to-many. Uh, and I think technology will be an enabler of that improved host model that you've seen in Airbnb. Uh, and, and you'll see that replicated in the, in the traditional hospitality uh, industry with technology. I think what we also see in the survey we did reflected this is that there are certain, uh, certain components of the physical product with Airbnb that, that travelers like, kitchens, right? And we're, you're seeing hotels start to, to modify some of their physical product to take on and add some of the characteristics that you, that you see some of the Airbnb products have. So uh, I'd say it's, it's, it's gonna be, there's gonna be a competitive dynamic there in perpetuity, uh, but, but luckily for the hotel industry, I think we're responding well uh, and, uh, and again, you just haven't seen that catastrophic shift that, that people predicted several years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Alex, great. Uh, final question. I wanted to ask you about, you've, uh, offered some interesting perspectives on, uh, how the hospitality industry has done over the last 18 months and some of the different dynamics, leisure, business travel, and so forth. What do you see coming up for, uh, the holiday travel season? Uh, it's going to be big. I can tell you that, and, and I think it's gonna, well, we just, we just did some research or some research just came out about, I'd say a majority of consumers, I think it was in the 60s percent uh, plan to travel for the holidays. And when you look back at the recovery that started this spring 
into the summer, not just in the United States, but globally. It was leisure travel led. And the, the holiday period uh, in, in the United States and around the world is a leisure led event. And uh, you have seen a leisure travel, uh, a leisure traveler that's got pent up demand to go out and see friends and see family. Uh, and, and it was, it was, I'd call it insatiable this summer in the United States where hotels were sold out. I mean, it's hard to get a hotel room. They yielded incredibly. I think that leisure traveler is going to uh, return in earnest for the holiday season. I think we're, the industry is going to have a gangbuster holiday season. And I think the timing of the, of the, I'll call it the decline of the Delta variants. You know, I was looking at some stats yesterday around that, that Delta variant curve of, of new cases as well as deaths is pointing down. And I think the timing of that, people starting to feel safer with travel, increased number of vaccinations. Uh, I think it's gonna be a fantastic holiday season. Great, great. And Alex, before we go, any, any final thoughts you wanna be sure to mention? Well, I'm, I'm glad that uh, you had me. I feel honored to have been a part of this today. So thanks for, for showing interest in, in the Oracle Hospitality Vertical. We're doing some fantastic things. We're all about serving our customers and helping the industry recover and, and leveraging Oracle solutions across the entire portfolio. So thanks so much for having me. And I hope you get out on the road and do some traveling for the holiday season and, and uh, stay in a hotel and, uh, and, and enjoy the experience. Will do, Alex. I'll do my part, I promise. Um, awesome. Great. Thank, great talking with you. Good to see you. And all of you folks, thanks for being with us here at Cloud Wars Live to get a look at what Oracle Hospitality is doing. We'll see you next time.